Happy birthday, EFG. Happy birthday, EFG. Happy birthday, Engagement Family Gaming. Happy birthday to you. Hello, everybody. This is Stephen Newsman. I am the editor-in-chief of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. I'm here at the home base in Hollywood uh, to talk about E3. So um, we started a live video yet, but that's okay because I just started it. Um, so I'm going to be answering questions. So we're going to Q&A um, from the War Room, which is where the magic happened. Um, and we're going to Q&A uh, for a while, um, probably about an hour. Shoot, what questions do you have for me? Hi, honey. Glad to see uh, my wife pop in. So um, just to kind of get things started, um, the way everything works is, you know, we've been here since Sunday. Um, we got in you know, midday on Sunday, um, and we've been here. Uh, we've watched all the press conferences. That we just finished our second day of actual on-site coverage. We played a lot of games. Um, Kate, you may be interested to hear that I played Mega Man 11, um, and it was very good. Um, we have, we spent a lot of time playing VR. So the best family game that I saw so far, I guess, I mean, we're deciding our game of the show right now, and where all of us are going to have to make that decision tonight, so we can more video to Um, and really, um, the game that I, that my game of the show, and I, it just hit me while we were at dinner, um, is Starlink, The Battle for Atlas. That is a new, uh, Toys to Life game from, um, Ubisoft. Um, it's a total light game that's a little different. It is uh, spaceships. So instead of getting dudes, you're getting parts to spaceships that you kind of build together. Um, we'll talk about Mega Man and Eleven in a minute. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my game of the show. Um, I, the the story is I played a Toys to Life game in 2018, and I I'm okay with it. Um, I think that the flying, you know, which is obviously the core mechanic of any kind of like a space combat game is uh, that's the core mechanic for for um, Starlink and it is great. Uh, I felt fast, I was flying, I was able to turn around quickly, felt like I was dogfighting even when I was on the surface of a planet which was pretty rad. Um, the enemies were neat, um, the weapons are cool and I really only got to use a short, a small array of them um, and I know there are hundreds of more confirmations. What's one on Chris? Welcome to special edition of uh, EFG show. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, so Starlink is my game of the show, which considering the fact that both Smash and Kingdom Hearts 3 were there, um, and I'm hyped about both of them, Starlink really came out of nowhere. And it was just like, you know, jab, jab, left hook, um, and really got me. Um, you know, I really enjoyed my time with that. So, um, so that we'll be filming that video tomorrow. Um, I still have to figure out exactly how to phrase it all, but it, I, Went into it with the, the most critical eye because I've seen Toys to Life come and go during the time of engaged family games, right? Like I've seen that trend uh, more than any other trend, really. Um, and I had my questions about it, but man, so cool. Um, since we're talking about Beat Saber in the comments, I have yet to play it. I am hoping to play it tomorrow. Um, it is uh, Beat Saber. Just look it up on YouTube. Um, it is a virtual reality game where you are using essentially lightsabers to cut cubes out of the air as they are coming down a tunnel at you. Um, James is in the comments here, and I agree with him. He thinks that it's kind of a fitness thing, potentially. Um, 
I don't know if I would go that far. However, it is certainly an active game and an experience. So I think that that's one of those things where uh, there is absolutely going to be a community that loves it. Apparently, the PC community is already like jump into it, um, and because it is so similar to um, games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band, I think that one of the first things that will happen is I think a lot of the, those people, people that are really into Guitar Hero, are going to take their achievement songs and kind of push it into that game, um, which I think is super interesting. So we'll see. Uh, hi, Ali. Hi, Mike. Uh, welcome to a E3 Q and A special of the EFG show. Um, talking about Beat Saber, which is a virtual reality game. Um, I recommend everybody look it up um, and head on over to YouTube. Just put Beat Saber in there. Here's th This is why I knew that Beat Saber was going to be a big thing. I've been seeing videos on my Facebook about all these games um, and you know, about this specific game. And I never saw the title of the game because they don't put the title of the game in the heading. It's just people doing stuff. Um, and I did not know that it had a name. Thank you for interrupting. Thank you for interrupting, my friend. Um, but you did make me look better, so thank you. Just by just by comparison, so thank you. Um, if you want to do that a couple more times, thank you. So um, um, I'm gonna look, Ali. Um, I'll have my producers check. Do we have a release date for Beat Saber yet? We're, yeah. Actually, I don't know. It's already. Okay. So, but but Ali has the PSVR. Well, uh, did he say soonish? Soonish. It should be <laughs> Which is weird since it's out on a lot of platforms, but maybe there's some technology around. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so we'll so um we don't have a release date for the PSVR version of Saber. However, don't mind uh, um teammates. Um got a wicked bad sinus infection, big time con crud from E3. Guess what? We get to seventy thousand people get sick. Um, so we're gonna have him lose his lung, his lung out there, and not. So um, yeah, it's coming. We just don't know when. Um, not really sure yet. The but this is how I knew it was gonna be crazy, right? I've seen the videos and I always watch them, even if I've already seen it. And I didn't know what the title was. I heard someone say the title on a podcast without any context. They just said, "Oh, Beat Saber," and I immediately knew. Than what they what game they were talking about, and that to me is is, is a big deal. So um, because if I can identify it without really know what it is, I mean it's such a perfect title. So that's Beat Saber. Um, I'm presuming that that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Um, what's going on, man? Behind the curtain. Thank you for coming to a special edition of the G Show. So uh, there was another uh, question specifically. Uh, my wife wanted to uh, wanted me to say who put out the best live show or presentation. Um, man, that's tough. Um, I really think Microsoft slayed this year. Um, after watching all the presentations, um, I think Microsoft did the best because they did exactly what they needed to. Um, they're, um, they, they, they needed to show people that they were committed to the Xbox platform. Um, and they held a press conference where in an hour and a half, they announced 50 games and, uh, five studios that they purchased. So, um, also, it was fast-paced. It had a lot of great stuff in it. Um, so, yeah, that's that would be my pick. I really think Microsoft did the absolute best. Some people are going to ask me, well, Steve, you're a big Smash fan. Why don't you think, you know, Nintendo did? I mean, they're, they all did very well. But for me, I have to give it to Microsoft because they 
they announced they, they needed to show people they were committed to their platform, and they announced 50 games and five purchased studio, which is a pretty big deal, I think. Um, let's see what questions do we have in the comments. So Kate had mentioned she wanted me to talk a little bit about Mega Man 11. Um, I played Mega Man 11 today. I waited about 45 minutes in line to do so, and I was very excited to do so. Um, it is, uh, I think everyone who is a fan of Mega Man from before, who is concerned about whether or not it's not the Mega Man that we love, um, it is not the Mega Man that we love, um, but I think that's a good thing. Uh, he, still, he still runs at the same speed. He still moves very similarly. Just feels like everything has just been kind of polished and brought to a modern age. Um, I love the art style um, and the animation for the enemies are super fluid. Um, and the boss huge. Um, specifically, I played in the demo they gave us uh, Stone Man, um, and if I did not beat him, um, mainly because the demo only gave you one, say, uh, gave, it only gave you one game. Um, this is going to be a great game. Uh, hopefully, it is successful, and hopefully, they make more. Um, because I think this could be the beginning of a kind of um, Mega Man revival, which is exactly what voice acting touches. Um, all those little things I think add up a lot. Um, little touches. Um, you know, when he gets a new weapon, it's not just uh, like a color change. Like he actually gets like his arm get a bit bigger. Little stuff like that. I think it's super neat. We don't even know all the details. Um, one of the things it does have is it has a, a time slowing mechanic uh, where you can hit a shoulder button and it will slow time. That is not just a gimmick that is tacked on there. You required utilize that. Um, you have to use your platforms, your platforming segments. You have to use. You definitely are going to have to use it fighting bosses. It's essentially on a cooldown because it's on a bar that activated it. MP bar kills it, but whatever it deals with that bar and it's regenerating. Um, but you're going to have to use it. And managing that bar is super critical, especially for folks that are trying to skillfully do the stage. So it's Mega Man 11, and it was real good. It was real good. I was very happy. Yeah, you're. It's it's going to be fun. I think fans of the Mega Man franchise will. Um, I, I certainly did with my time. Um, also neat because I got two, um, you know, while I was there, I got a nice 30th anniversary pin um, because it's the 30th anniversary. And I, uh, I did two some very interesting trivia um, about some games that were Mega Man games I didn't know they released. So that was it. What other questions do you guys have? Um, while you're talking, I am going to just drop a link into the comments and I'm going to pin that comment. And what it is, the link to our um, homepage, uh, but it's not our homepage. It's specifically the page with our E3 cover. Um, basically, what's happening is um, you know everything that's tagged with E3 2018 is getting old. Um, we're going to be covering E3 for a while. This isn't something that is you know going to stop now. Um, tonight, we're going to be writing up impressions of some of the games we played. We're going to be writing up our game, games, the show, um, our podcasts are going to go up there. So. Definitely keep your eye on hfamilygaming.com slash E3. This link is E3-2018. Don't have to worry about that. Um, the, um, just hit engagefamilygaming.com if you like there. Yes, um, there were gameplay demos for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Smash Brothers. I did not get to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, the line has been insane. Um, it's easily the longest line of the show, um, and it stays that way. Um, and Smash Brothers was essentially invite only, so we haven't been able to get in there. Um, I think we're going to try and figure it out tonight to see, but it might be not in the cards. But, I mean, um, what are you going to do about, I mean, what are you going to do with Smash? I'm buying Smash the day it comes out, so the fact that I might not be able to play it right away, um, one thing I do know is, and, you know, 
funny you're in the chat, so now you know. Um, one of the first Saturdays after the game comes out, we will be streaming Smash for an entire day. There will be plenty of Smash play, don't you worry about that. Um, and Kingdom Hearts is the same way, I'll, I'm, I'm going to play it. So I'm buying it the day it comes out. So um, I did not play Valkyria Chronicles yet either. I haven't even been to the Sega booth. This place is huge, and there are half a dozen games that I haven't been in to see, let alone play. Um, you know, my hope tomorrow, um, despite the fact that we have a lot of filming to do, um, I do hope to kind of get to the Sega booth, um, but we're going to have to see what we do. Um, all right, Jenna said that she heard negative feedback about Nintendo's E3 announcements, specifically that there wasn't a lot of new stuff, including Metroid Prime 4. Um, I, okay. Um, they weren't going to talk about Metroid Prime 4. They gave us a logo last year. Uh, that was a special treat because they were announcing a game that had probably been development for like a week. Um, we're not getting Metroid Prime 4 for a while. We were never getting Metroid Prime 4. Anyone who thought we were getting it like this year was usual. So if they're mad that they took a year off talking about it, um, Nintendo doesn't talk about games that are too long. They talk about games that are announced and in development, and then they talk about games that are imminent. That's their style. They don't do the Death Stranding thing where they remind us that games are um, And the reason for that is that they're Nintendo. Um, they don't need to remind everyone that Metroid Prime 4 is being made because the press does that for by speculating, by talking about it. So they don't need to waste time during their presentations talking about Metroid Prime 4 uh, because we did it in all of our post shows. Our podcast about Metroid, uh, about E3, we talked about it. And I was saying that they weren't going to talk about it. And yet somehow I still talked about it. So I'm not really worried about that. As far as new stuff, I don't know what presentation they were looking at. I watched a half-hour presentation about a new Super Smash Bros. game with updates to literally every character. Um, so if people are concerned that there's no new stuff, I don't know what to tell them. We have a new Smash. Um, Nintendo is, is about new ways to play things that we remember. That's that's what Nintendo trades on. So for them to not come out and be like, hey, check out this brand new thing, they're really going to do that every um, And they already have, arguably, with some of the other stuff they're doing. So, no. Um, I don't know. I was happy with Nintendo's stuff. They announced a bunch of random indies. Um, and by the end of the year, we get Octopath Traveler and it looks like a new Mario Party game, which I'm excited to play because it switches and a new Smash. I can't get mad at that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure people are going to get mad. They always get mad at Nintendo. Um, I know people are mad because they didn't put Waluigi in Smash. Oh, God, it's Waluigi. Character. He's an assist trophy. If people are mad that he's not a main character, and I'm sorry, it's Waluigi. Okay, it's Waluigi. Who cares? I said it. Just at me if you. I don't know. We'll fight about it. Who cares about Waluigi? Um. <clears throat> hi Kelly. Hi Liz. Welcome to a very special edition of the E3 EFG show. Right? Yeah. The multiple Switch Mario Party. You know what's crazy is I did, it didn't even occur to me like how the technology works where it like incorporates the positioning of all switches until uh, Jesse, my the, one of our tech guys here, who helps like obviously sees that stuff. Was like, oh well, they drew the picture, they drew a finger across the screens, and that's how they know where they are. And I was like, holy crap, that you're right. <laughs> um, so I'm fascinated with Switch Mario Party. I think we'll see a lot of cool stuff come from that. Um, I can't wait to try it. And I certainly, thankfully, many of us know multiple have switches. That makes that game actually possible. Um, here's hoping though that the new Mario Kart or Mario Party is a little bit more board gamey. We live in a world where board games have evolved. So hopefully it's not just a rolling like that. Did you just call me salty, Jim? I'm not trying to be salty. I just don't care about Waluigi being a playable character in Smash. So I am. Uh, maybe I am. Hold on.
There, I'm salty. It's, uh, we'll just shake this every time I'm so I'm salty, sea salty. Um, I, I really could care less about Wallaby. So, uh, what other questions do you guys have for me? Hi, Katie. Welcome to a special EFG edition of the or a special E3 edition of the EFG show. That shouldn't be that hard to say. Yes, you can call me salty. It's fine. I really just don't care about Wallaby. I mean, this is I needed this water. I'll tell you what. Um, kind of since we're between questions, let's talk about Anthem for a hot minute. <laughs> Stealing the title from um. We'll talk about In-N-Out Burger in a minute. Um, so Anthem is a very big deal. Um, from everything, the, the big question that was left out of their presentation on Saturday was an ESRB rating. They still haven't told us one. Um, however, I've been asking around and communicating with some folks, and it looks like it is going to be rated T, similarly to Destiny, um, which I think is important. Um, it's, it, it is essentially Destiny, only everybody gets to be Iron Man. Um, and I think that is reductive, um, but I think it really kind of gives the drive to why I am so excited about this game. Um, because I like Destiny, and I like a lot of the, you know, the show, shared world experience. Um, but I would much prefer a third-person action role-playing game where I am Iron Man, even if I am using guns and other things, similar things, to a first-person. Um, that's just naturally how I... Man, listen, I'm getting all these questions about food. Um, so, I mean, in and out is my i think to answer michael's question yes in and out is definitely my cheeseburger church so please do not blaspheme in my cheeseburger church um it is the best cheeseburger i have had i think ever i really really liked it wait hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna rebut that because i actually have had a better cheeseburger but it wasn't like at like a burger place i had and and john tell me if this does not sound amazing i had like i went to Tamos, Tapos, it's the bar that is across the bridge from the Boston Convention Center at PAX. I had it. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to a special E3 edition of the EFG show. Um, the uh, So it was a like an Angus burger that was cooked with truffle oil and just everything about it, like thick cut bacon, like Swiss cheese, and like this crazy, like it was, it was not a it was like a different it was different right like it, it's not you can't really compare that to in and out it was definitely a better burger but it, none of them sound great to you yeah i mean john ate two double doubles animal style which if you're curious what animal style means essentially they dip it in mustard and then cook it and they give it to you with onions and they say it's their sauce but whatever it's like a bunny thousand island yeah whatever it's fine it's great i love it but you know um but that's for the most part that's the bananas food that we've had like you really haven't been able to do anything really crazy. We've been so busy. Um, um, Carcassonne, I did not see any. What? Or we've been in the hospital or whatever. We got sick people. Um, all right. So, uh, Carcassonne on Switch, I have not seen it. Is, was Carcassonne on Switch in the Nintendo booth? Carcassonne? All right. So, no, that's not on the show floor. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about the Carcassonne on Switch thing after I get home from E3 because I have to process it because I think quietly. Carcassonne on Switch might be the biggest Switch announcement that there was. Um, because if Carcassonne sells well on Switch, which I think it will because, number one, just about everything sells well on Switch, but also Carcassonne is it'll likely to be inexpensive, um, and it's just a neat game. Um, if that sells well, then I would not be stunned to see a lot of these new versions of board games find, find their way over. And the Switch, being a system that lie on its back, on the table... Like using it as like a digital game platform just kind of 
I find that really interesting. Um, and I think if we start seeing one really successful one, I can see that all rolling down. Um, <coughs> so we'll have to see. Um, but I think Carcassonne for Switch might be one of the biggest announcements. Maybe even bigger than Smash. Smash has never been like this big, like billion selling game. Like you could sell a ton um, or board games as a whole could sell. Um, Rachel, you keep asking me about this unknown. I have not had a spare moment to pull out my phone to download it to try and catch a Pokemon. Can you even trade Pokemon and Pokemon Go? What? Okay, we'll have to talk about that later. Um, okay. So, no, I didn't see anything about Demon X Mach in the Nintendo. Looks like both. Um, so, questions. Okay. So, yeah. What are the questions you got for me? Um, yeah, it was weird that Yoshi was not there. I found that very interesting considering he was late 2018. Um, who knows? I mean, he might have been cut for time because of, you know, a 25-minute Smash Bros. presentation. No, I did not get a chance to try the new. Um, I don't know that I have enough people, <laughs> you know, by myself. I have seen the new Pokeball controller in person. It is small. I'm trying to find a, a... It's a little bigger than the ping pong. A little bit bigger. It's like this big. I mean, it's a 14... It's like this big. Like, you're not going to... It's not like a baseball. Like, it's not very solid. The other thing is it's kind of light-ish. Um... But it's it's a little bit bigger than a ping pong ball. Um, it's got a button, obviously, you know, to one side and a strap. Okay, like this big, the clove of garlic. This is the most Italian demonstration I've ever done. So it's like that. You got a little pokeball button there, and it's got a strap hanging out the side, so you can technically attach it to your wrist. Because at the end of the day, it is a Joy-Con. Yep. And the, if you go to the podcast page, you can uh, you can order it. Um, it's plasticky, but I don't know. But I don't know if that's the final product because right now it's it's prototypes. So I would not um, kind of bank on that for right now because I, I really don't know if the final material if it's the final materials. And don't mind me, I'm just—it's hard to fix your hat in a mirror. <laughs> what other questions do you have for me, guys? So one thing I do want to add is um, just uh, looking around a little bit here. The biggest surprise, really, realistically, the biggest surprise has been. Um, that every single character who's ever been in Smash gets to stay in Smash. Um, I mean, I think the other surprise has got to be Star Lake because it's my game of the show, and I didn't even think about it. But if I have to think about like what is actually surprising to me, like the fact that there's a game that I didn't think of, a game that I, that's not a game that happens all the time. The fact that Nintendo is bringing back every guest character that's ever been in the game, and every character that Pikachu um, and Jigglypuff and Young Link, but then things like Solid Snake and um, Ryu and Cloud and Shulk, other guys. That's a pretty big deal. Um, thing that you know, a lot of folks, yeah, except for Waluigi. We've been over this, Rachel. I really do care about Um, I know you weren't here when we when we went over this, but I really do care about Um, and you can add me. In. Um, so the um, but that's that's been the biggest surprise for me. I thought that was just a wild change. Um, and adding Ridley finally is pretty cool too. Um, so interesting about platform exclusives. So you have a PS4. Um. You need to, let's find the date. Okay, so, um, Mike, what you need to do is you need to take September, uh, oh man, September 7th off so that you can play Spider-Man. Um, because Spider-Man for PS4 looks like it is an, an amazing. Um, so take a look. Um, unlockable, okay, so in Smash... Um, it's going to start with the original, um, 
there is an there, it's going to start with the original eight characters that were from the original Super Smash Bros. We'll be unlocking all of the other characters, um, which is a lot. They have said that they are going to allow you new ways to unlock characters, multiple ways to unlock characters. So you should be unlocking lots of them regularly, um, which I think is kind of neat. Um, and uh, Kate, no, they didn't say anything about NHL 19. Usually that stuff comes um, like next month. Um, or, yeah, usually that comes like in the late summer. They don't usually do a big PR push for NHL. Um, no, I'm not doing this on your sur- on the Surface that I purchased from you. Uh, I am doing this on the, uh, the EFG, like the main frame lab, um, because your Surface would die if I tried to do Um What other questions? Yeah, you know, um, they just don't bring up hockey at E3. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to change my gamertag to Salty Steve. Definitely not going to. I mean, I appreciate the suggestion, by the way. Um, but so, yeah, Kate, with the uh, with the FIFA and Madden thing, during their EA Play press conference, they have historically brought up Madden and FIFA, but they don't bring up the one game that I haven't played yet that I want to play is Kingdom Hearts, and I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, because the industry days are over. Um, so that means tomorrow when we get there, we are fighting ungodly crowds of the masses. Huh? And tomorrow is just, just going to be rough. I had the uh, misfortune of being in one of the main hallways, entering into one of the main halls, um, as the public was coming in, and I didn't realize what, and it felt like a tsunami of people rushing the hallway. Um, I had to, like, literally dodge out of the way <laughs> to not get, I mean, I wasn't worried about being trampled, but just being aggressively misdirected away from where I needed to go, um, because they were just everywhere. But the one game I want to play, but you know what, I'll play it January 29, 2019. Yes, Jeremy, you have one question. I'll tell you, uh, I guess I played Mega Man 11. Do you have any questions about how I, what I thought about Mega Man Oh, not yet. I'm going to try and do that tomorrow. Um, when I was there, the line to do that was actually very long, but it's sporadic. So I am going to try and get my bag of and actually ride on Russian jet, and that sounds fun. So I will get that picture taken tomorrow if I can, just for you. Anything else? You know what? I really have not gotten a lot of swag, although let me show you this. So I got this really awesome uh, Dragon Quest. Oh, it's got all the characters from it right here on the back. It says Dragon Quest Eleven, at least eight, Dragon Quest echoes of the age um there really hasn't been a lot of like really crazy swag this year um i thought it would be kind of fun but i'm definitely not going to make a video and yell this is for my homeboy jado it's just not gonna be. um you guys are throwing me off my game all right so yes john is in fact sitting right there um the whole peanut gallery is right there and they're not uh respecting the fact that i am on television um uh, there is no announced release date for um, there is no announced release set release date for Dragon Ball Fighter Z on Switch. Or I'm sorry, Dragon Ball Fighter Switch. Um, I have no idea. I can't wait. Wait, we have the date. Is it in the spreadsheet? So if it is, I'll go look. An estimated time is not a release date. We'll look. All right. So Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It's supposed to be by the end of the. Um, I mean, yes, Jesse. If if I told Jesse he was not allowed to say this is for my home dog J Dog. Uh, while riding on Rushjet, then you're right. Yes, Jeremy would like for one of us to take a video yelling, this for my home with J-Dog, while standing in Rushjet and getting our picture with Man. I told him no. Um, they, there is a new Harvest Moon. It came out already this year. It's like the Tower of Hope or something, or the Light of Hope. 
Um, there is a Harvest Moon style kind of game called uh, Sakuna of Rice and Root from X Seed. I talked about it last year, um, and I played the farming aspects of it, and it is pretty good. What other questions do you guys have? All right. So, with that said, this has been a, a very special three episode of your family gaming podcast or the EFG show, whatever. I don't know. This is the EFG show, but I'm going to say the wrong because I'm burnt out. So, here's what we'll do. Uh, feel free to leave questions in the comments, um, and I will proceed to um, – wait, Jacob's not in bed yet? Yeah. Oh, that – all right, pause for a moment, Jacob. I, I, You have already been compensated for your good behavior for while I was gone. Do me a favor. Don't be a jerk. Go to bed. Um, take, if you're talking about My Dragon Cafe or Little Dragon Cafe or whatever that is, um, there was a write-up on Polygon about it. Um, let's see. It is, where was it? yeah, um, it's Harvest Moon Creator. It's called Little Dragons Cafe, um, and it is coming August 28th. I will leave a comment. Um, yeah, but that's not a Harvest Moon game. It's made by the same guy. Um, um, okay, Jacob, go to bed now. So um, thank you very much for uh, watching. I hope everybody has a great evening. Um, we have one more day on the show floor, but most of it we will be spending filming. Um, so I do hope you guys have a wonderful night. We'll uh, likely talk to you on the Instagram or the Facebook Live tomorrow. Um, until next time, uh, have a great night, and don't forget to get your family game on. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Engage, a family gaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.